Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. Hey, um, yesterday here on Kiss, we had Matt Damon and his lovely wife call through for Lauren's birthday. Yeah. Uh, you guys know each other quite well. In fact, you spent Christmas with the Damons. I was kicking myself I didn't do the, Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Oh, shame. <laughs> Missed opportunity. He's never heard that one no, before. Ever. <laughs> Next time. Anyway. Actually, don't do it. We did. We went on a ski trip, which was fun. That's we went right. over for Christmas. Um, it was beautiful. We went to Montana, Yellowstone country. However, uh, there was a situation that got brought up when Matt was on the phone, and it was regarding your partner, Paul, being rescued from the mountain. We all went to the snow and these two had the privilege of seeing him being emergency evacuated off the uh, off the mountain. And <laughs> off Paul, the mountain. Paul, your partner's a, a large lad too. Man, he is a big man and he is like and and his and his 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 like attitude and like kind of matches his size so everybody loves him. So, yeah, the big rig. Without it being causing too much of a commotion, set the scene. Okay, so so Paul, my partner, he's learning to ski, and I'm at like an intermediate skier. Not those guys are like experts, Matt and really? Luce. Oh, they're These brilliant skiers. Really? Oh, unbelievable skiers. Matt Damon, skier, snowboarder. Skier. His wife Lucy's a boarder. Oh, yeah. Didn't pick that. No, I would have thought the other way around. Really? No, he's an amazing skier. And I'm kind of intermediate, but you do get better when you ski with people who are better than you because you just try and keep up. Yeah, right. Like I tried to keep up with Max. Where's Paul at? He's sort Um, of a beginner. So (laughs) he's still in pizza and French fries when you go pizza to slow down. Can we hire one of those snowmobiles? So he'd done lessons every single day. And then on like the fifth day, he's a beginner. On the fifth day, I was like, Let's just go out for a ski. It might be more fun. You might relax a bit when you don't have, like, an instructor like you're at a lesson, you know? Yeah, right. And I'd realised I was getting better by skiing with better skiers, so I thought I'll take him out. So it's, it's a very big mountain over there where we were skiing. It's just near Big Sky is, is the other mountain. And it's probably like a good skier could get down in maybe 20, 15 minutes, 15-minute 15 run, 20-minute run. I had to take Paul, but when you're beginning, you don't go straight down the mountain. You kind of go around it. You zigzag. You take Tooth Fairy was the run that he was doing. That was the name of the show. Tooth Fairy. That's a curiosity. It's a green green run. run. To get up there. Green's the basic. Was he with the kids on that conveyor belt? (laughs) (laughs) It's called the magic carpet. He did start on the magic carpet, but I managed to get him to the top, and all we were going to do was ski to the bottom to meet everybody for lunch. So everyone's having a great day, and I'm like, we're going to take Tooth Fairy the whole way. Right. Even <laughs> if I took Tooth Fairy, this is a six foot five, 45 year old adult man. If I took Tooth Fairy the whole way, I'd still get down in maybe right. 25, half an hour. An hour and a half into the journey, oh, we have fallen so many times. At one point, he skied into like a snow wall. He didn't even fall, he just skied into it. His little, the back of his skis was sticking out, and then he just reversed back, just covered in snow on the front, turned and kept going. Like, and all the kids are going, flying past, right? Yeah. So, about an hour and a half, you know, I was like, you know what, Dal? Why don't you just have a little lie down in the snow? Like it's exhausting when you're starting off and you're doing pizza and you're squatting, yeah. so your legs are hurting. So he just has like, he's like, good idea. He just has a little rest on the side. And then out of nowhere, this like ski angel, I'm going to call him, in a yellow jacket. They're there to help people. If you fall, you can They're get... the rescue squad. Yeah. Were they huskies <laughs> as well? No, he turns up. And he goes, hey, excuse me, you guys are right? And I was like, oh, he's having a tough day on the mountain. And he goes, would, would you like me to get him a courtesy ride? And I'm thinking, 
cool. Who knew you could get a courtesy ride? You get a little skidoo, ski down on the back of like, it's like a jet ski on the snow. Right, yeah. So I'm thinking that's what's going to happen. And I was like, what do you think? He goes, no, I'm just determined to get to the bottom. And I'm looking at this guy like, I think a courtesy ride might be a nice, yeah, yeah, might yeah. be a good idea. Mm. Anyway, Paul's lying in the snow like a turtle on his back and this man takes off his goggles and he's, I'm not kidding, the most handsome human I've ever seen. Everyone looks hotter in the snow. He's got this tan skin, blue eyes. He's taken his helmet off this long... Did you jump on the skidoo with him? Well, he goes, what's what's your name? I was like, Lauren. And he goes, "And, and what's your name? And Paul goes, Paul... And he goes, oh, Cole? Did you say Cole? Your name's Cole? And I was like, yeah, this is my brother, Cole. Oh. <laughs> I go, this is my brother, Cole. He, he needs a little lift. And he was like, no worries, Lauren, I'll help your brother out. I'm like, thanks. So he gets his little mate and then this guy turns up, the rescuer, on, I'm not kidding, it's like a, a wheelbarrow on the snow that they just drag behind them. They put Paul in. They, they still think he's my brother, Cole. Paul's just staring at me like, are you kidding? I'm in my darkest hour and you're trying to flirt with the ski angel. Anyway, he skis off, drags Paul down in his wheelbarrow and I said, see you, brother Cole. Tell mum and dad I won't be home for dinner. And then I just went skiing with this handsome rooster all afternoon. Anyway, never saw him again after that. In his darkest hour. <laughs> Bit dramatic. <laughs> in Montana, thirteen. Did, did you all go for an aperol afterwards? This is what I want to do. Thirteen. Oh. Soul. Thirteen is our number. I would like to talk emergency rescues, but they dropped him at the pub as well. It was very embarrassing because oh, he turned up in the wheelbarrow outside the pub, and then he just they. Well, everyone thought he had a broken leg. He was just exhausted. Just stood up and walked out. <laughs> More Unclipped his ski. <laughs> More embarrassing than heroic. 131065 yeah. is our number. Oh. If you've been involved in a rescue and you've had to be saved, oh. you know, like those people who have to get cut out of the swings at the park? Yeah. They get... <laughs> well, if you have to be rescued from the lift on the ground floor, yeah. you think you've been in there for an hour, it's been four minutes. 131065 is our number. In return, we've got movie tickets to go. We'll hit the phones <laughs> next on KISS. The Jason Lauren Podcast. Have you been rescued? Yes, very embarrassing. On the holiday I went on, my partner had to get the ski rescue to ski him down because he got stuck halfway. That's what we're looking for. Embarrassing rescues more than heroic. Yes. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Karim Downs. Ash, good morning. Good morning. When and how were you rescued? Well, what happened? I got stuck in floodwaters and my car made it on the news. Oh, oh I drove not through under the that waters. tunnel in South Melbourne, under the bridge. No, 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 the, no, no, the one in um, Frankston um, near the Cannonhook train station. I was just driving down there. I thought it was going to be fine. No, it got flooded and I got rescued. You ended up on the news. Do we get the news? I've got the news clip here. Our ceiling wasn't there. From the city to the suburbs, clean up crews with one almighty task. And I just asked communities to, to just to, to, to keep an eye out. Not all listened. Oh. At Seaford, a car, then a bus. Oh, even the news had a... Are she laughing? <laughs> Was that you tooting during the news clip? No, it was someone else. Oh, they were tooting you like another way. No, it is very dangerous to drive through floodwaters. Very dangerous, oh, as Ash. Dan Andrews said. Glad, glad that ended oh, okay. What for about you, what about when a TV camera turns up in an embarrassing situation like Ash? So. Oh. Oh, but what about, like, I, I want to hear from one of those people who have driven under that Montague Bridge oh. and got stuck and had to get their truck rescued. I still want the person getting cut out of a swing. 13 <laughs> 1065 to join us. Andrea from Hopper's Crossing, where were you rescued? Hi, we'll be uh, rescued from the prison rangers. <laughs> 
Um, so basically what happened was we went on a hiking trip with the school. A bunch of us year 10 girls uh, took a wrong turn, got lost, couldn't communicate with our teachers. They ended up sending out SES Rescue. Oh. <laughs> um, they were sending out a helicopter. Oh. <laughs> police car. <laughs> How long were you out there for? Um, from about, like, pretty much all day, we got found at 9pm, 10pm. Did they shame you by putting that little L4 blanket blanket. around you? (laughs) Well, my teacher definitely, like, shamed us. We were really embarrassed. It was something so silly. Just quickly, did you guys cop a bill for that? Did you have to pay for the helicopter and everything? (laughs) No, no, I don't think so. Well, it didn't come out of our bank account. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, no, no one intentionally gets lost. But sometimes hikers do get disoriented and next minute, they're lost. So just like Alpha, that little blanket. Uh, Seems to work wonders. Yeah. It's for hypothermia, isn't it? It those, is. Those rescue blankets. Yeah, if you forget your cardi. Uh, hello, Trevor <laughs> in Epic. Good morning, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you, Trev. Thanks, uh, Trevor. Now, <laughs> where were you rescued? I need to paint a little picture. Um, okay. uh, Jason, have you ever been to one of those trampoline places like uh, oh, yeah. Bounce? Has or? he what? Yeah. 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 Oh, you spend every weekend <laughs> there yeah, with the kids. I've, yeah, half of me still stuck in the foam pit. <laughs> That's why I'm calling. <gasps> I um, <laughs> I took my kids to Airborne in Roxburgh Park many years ago, which my kids still laugh about now. Yeah. Um, we all know you're meant to jump, 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 and then kind of splat out on the phone. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I pin dropped. So <laughs> I hit the ledge, and I had about seven metres of foam. And you went yeah, straight in. To go through. <laughs> <laughs> and then underneath, I thought, it's okay, I'll get to the bottom, I'll climb all out. Underneath my feet was the trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> They're a nightmare. So what, you're, you're, you're almost drowning in foam. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. I, am, I am. So they threw out this little foam mat, which I don't know what it was going to do because I weigh 120 plus GSD. It was no good. So what, um, how did you get out, <laughs> Did they airlift you out of the foam pit, Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling the guys that airborne, that's all right, jump around me, it's okay. And he's like, sorry, sir. Well, they're going to bounce you out of it. <laughs> no, no. I was hoping the claw from like Toy Story would come and get you. But like a claw machine. Like a giant skill tester. Imagine if there was a shame crane. Can we get the shame crane out? To get Trevor's some... stuck in the foam again. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.